I greet all of you lovely beings with all my heart. In this world there is no company which is better than that of those who wish to know the truth. So I am privileged to be here with you today. We are going to be contemplating an important question. Who am I? In fact, it's a journey on which we all can go together. And all I ask of you is to be there with me. But before that, I would like to mention something. About 30 years ago, I used to go to my guru's ashram quite often. And as one went in, one was required to take off his shoes and leave them at a stand near the entrance. And this stand was not called the shoe stand. There was a signboard that said that it was the ego stand. And there was a caption below this name. It said leave your ego here with your shoes. At first I was surprised and shocked. Later on I understood the significance of this ego stand. Behind it was a profound teaching. When we really want to learn something valuable, we first acknowledge within ourselves, I do not know. And this acknowledgement is very important because it implies that whatever I thought I have known thus far has not brought about resolution. I find that something is lacking and therefore I choose to leave my concepts and belief systems behind and now I am open to some new thoughts and ideas. This obviously prepares the field in which fresh saplings of understanding can be planted and learning can begin. And this is why it is my request that the exploration we are about to go on, it would be better if you can drop for a while your thoughts, your notions, your belief systems or any other favorite distractions <laughs> and just be, be with me for a while. I hope you are with me 
in this. So let's begin. Silently ask yourself, Who am I? As this question arises within you, one thing is certain. You are there. And the being inside you is asking, Who are you? Everyone knows they are. Each one of you knows the feeling, I am. I exist. And when someone says, he exists, we look at the statement and think it is being spoken by a person. So there is a person that must exist. But what is that person? Are you merely a person? A person can be many things that he can be identified with. Body, age, sex, work, profession, position in family, relationships, nationality, cultural moorings, aspirations, fears, belief systems, and so on. The list can be endless. But who is there behind the person? Or each identity of the person? Surely it must be I. Just think about it. The I word must be the most important. Because no other statement concerning the person can happen until the word I is there. Each time we speak, and say something regarding ourselves as a person, we say, I think, I want, I do, I choose, I remember, I want to, I am.
Every statement begins with I. I is behind every utterance. Behind each thought. I think. I remember. Each sensation. I breathe. I feel. So it is very important. And if one wants to go into the subject of his or her own reality, one will have to find out what I is. We humans are a very curious lot. We study so many subjects. We are trying to learn so many new skills each day. But for the most part, we are not concerned with exploring the subject I. What is happening here? One is trying to figure out what everything else in life is without finding out the reality of the I who finds everything else. Take a moment to think about it. One is trying to figure out what everything else in life is without finding out the reality of the I who finds them all. No wonder the knowledge we have is not reliable. It is skewed. And this is why the saints and sages through all traditions have proclaimed know yourself. Know the knower of knowledge. That is I. I and being, they are synonymous. The same understanding is associated with the feeling, I am.
Can we ever go through a day without the feeling I am? Every individual refers to himself as I. You refer to yourself as I. I is our natural name. And yet, nobody gave this to us. No parent named their child. You shall be called I. As the child grows up, the parents say, This child will be called John. And the child seems to grow up and say, I am John. But I is not John. Even before the name John was assigned, I existed. So we need to find out what I is. I is the same for everyone. And when you say I am, it means to be. Am means to be. We say I am. So who is the I who is am? What is it? Let us find out now. Just be alert and attentive. Just don't allow this feeling, I, to be connected with any thought, any concept, from any zone of time. Yet, it is there. What is it? Something is here. You can sense it. It's not connected with anything from any language, any word, any concept, any belief, any form. Because it perceives everything. It is not attached to or connected with any concept. Refine your search. Make it more penetrative and see what it is. Don't try to put it in words because it is not a set of words. This I sees the words that are being spoken. This I observes the breath as it happens. So examine 
I It is not a word It sees the words being spoken It observes the breath It sees seeing It perceives perceiving It does not need the mind It watches the mind and it has no interest in the mind because it is independent of the mind you surely can reach the eye just pay a little attention rest within yourself what can you describe everything comes after first the eye must arise say one morning you wake up at 6 am at 59 minutes 59 seconds past 5 where were you what could you discuss what was your name nothing you were in sleep and there was no awareness and 6 o'clock happened something came into being a natural sense of i am here it was without words words if any came later this sense of i was the first to arise you cannot perceive the sense of any other thing before the sense of i first the sense of i must be there this knowledge this consciousness i am has to be there first and only then the sense of any idea 
our person or the world can come so you can say i is the first born of consciousness the feeling i am and this i am itself arose because at 59 minutes 59 seconds past 5 it did not appear to be there and at 6 as you woke up it became self aware and now depending upon the time zone you are in this i continues to be in the waking state and is aware of the time it knows the time but can anything know this i even when we say i am it is this i that is perceiving the sense of i am and everything else this alone is perceiving you eat food it is consumed by the body enjoyment takes place and this i perceives that enjoyment taking place sometimes we do not like the taste of what we are eating and there is a sense of dislike even that dislike is perceived to arise from this place of i we say i don't like this dish and this is the kind of witnessing that is happening all the time i is the knower of everything that we are experiencing we can understand this by another example when we start counting we begin counting from 1 not 0 is it is it not One, two, two, three, four, and so on. Why? Because these figures can be quantified. But before you go to one, what is there? There is zero. The unquantifiable, 
and one arises out of zero. But because zero is not quantifiable, we don't start counting with zero. I is at the zero place. And from there it watches one happen and then two happens and then three happens and it goes on. So when you are looking for I, it is as if you are looking for zero. So don't stop at one. And don't even touch one. And when you don't even touch one, you are here. You naturally know you are. You do not need a mirror to know that you are. You know you are. Is it not? Suppose someone has had a prolonged surgery lasting several hours and he is gradually coming out of anesthesia and initially there is nothing to see, nothing to touch, nothing to feel or to measure, nothing at all to perceive. Even that person, when he wakes up, knows that he is. You naturally know that you are. You know I exist. So while you rest in this state, A thought may arise as, what do I exist? Just feel it. Don't try to hold on to anything. Don't bring up any statement, I am that which is, or I am so and so. Just feel. Let the silence within yourself grow. And this silence is full of life. It is vibrant. It has great energy. And take some time to rest in this silence. I am going to share something very interesting. A master had recorded an audio of a session of guided meditation and it had a period of silence and the video editor in his wisdom thought that the silence was too long and he chopped off a good portion of it. When the edited piece was heard Experienced meditators were not very happy with the chopping of 
द साइलेंट सेगमेंट सो ए टेक्नीशियन वॉज अप्रोच एंड ही फाउंड अ सोल्यूशन ही रिकॉर्डेड सम साइलेंस डिजिटली एंड एडेड इट टू दैट पीरियड टू फिल द गैप एंड नाउ वेन द ऑडियो वॉज प्लेड अगेन many could discern the patch of digital silence it was dead real silence had an atmosphere to it it had an energy of its own so when you have dropped all your senses and your mind the silent eye that remains is full of energy and vitality it is ever fresh so just drop everything now don't touch anything and see what remains this is real silence full of energy and vitality it is not the silence of the digital kind feel your being what are you perceiving is it sound is it form you may be hearing a sound if your eyes are open you may be seeing some forms there is no need to suppress your senses let them be they are only doing their work but you don't have to be attached to them leave them to what they are doing turn your attention inwards if the senses send any inputs perceive them but do not identify don't say i am hearing or feeling don't touch anything at all watch what is it 
go beyond thought any thought what do you sense you might say i sense a presence correct there is a presence here be in this presence it's not male or female it has no nationality it has no religion it has no belief system it has no distinguishing characteristics when you are fully conscious and you are fully present in the moment and you are looking inwards you can say you are resting in the self and this is your dynamic being this is your seed being it's not a doctor not a mother not a wife or a husband not a master or a disciple it has no color it has no size or shape take a few moments just to acknowledge what you are seeing and experiencing just now what this self or the sense of i am is everything passes in front of this this is the seat of perception where even perceiving is perceived all knowledge reports to this all knowingness springs from here
this is where witnessing of the existence is taking place it is the torch that is illumining everything some call it the self others refer to it as the divine principle inside each one it announces itself inside the body in the sense i am it knows it is but it does not belong to anybody nor does anything belongs to it as you become aware of it notice your inner state how empty silent and deep no disturbance no alienation no separation this is because at this moment you simply are this is a glimpse of the natural state you are in the state of the pure i am now let your senses and the mind start functioning at their will and if you had closed your eyes during this process you can open them and consciously take in the environment you are in become more conscious of the body awareness if you want you can rub the palms of your hands together put the palms on your eyes and let the energy pass on through the eyes to your entire body 
Some of you might wonder, oh, for how long have I been involved in this? And then you notice the time and say to yourself, oh my God, it has been for so long. This is how it works. When we are in the presence or when we are identified or we are resting in the sense of I am, we lose all sense of time. It is so peaceful. But as soon as the sense of doership or the sense of the person comes alive, we get carried away by our senses and the mind. And the presence of pure and unadulterated I am is pushed to the background. It is eclipsed by our senses and the mind. And no wonder, when we get entangled in the play of the world, we completely forget about this presence, which is the foundation of all perceiving. But today, through this short experiment in self-enquiry, you have tasted its qualities. Peace, energy, connectedness, absence of alienation. So there is need to set aside some time each day to dive back to it again and again. And as we noticed, it's quite easy. All that we have to do is to drop or stop associating with the senses and the mind. What remains is the sense of I am. Often people complain that when they try to do this, so many thoughts begin sprouting in the mind and the peace is lost. And the point to be noted is simple. When thoughts are arising, there is this pure I am within you that is watching these thoughts. So instead of getting entangled in the thoughts, we can gently bring our awareness to this pure I am, the knower who is aware of these thoughts. and the thoughts begin to lose their power to disturb. And this is where joyful effort is of paramount importance. If we do this again and again, there will come a time when we will be able to dwell in this state for some time without deviating from it. And then this experience would start getting embedded in our cell memory.
and our effort can become effortless effort. And eventually that state can be reached where a human being rests in his natural state. For transacting business of the world, he may consciously choose to come down and operate through the senses and the mind, but he is never entangled in them. He is always fully aware of the natural state of being, the state of pure I am. And this was a short capsule of self-inquiry into who we truly are. A contemplation into who am I. Thank you very much for your time and attention. Be blessed. I greet all of you, lovely beings, with all my heart. In this world, there is no company which is better than that of those who wish to know the truth. So I am privileged to be here with you today. We are going to be contemplating an important question. Who am I? In fact, it's a journey on which we all can go together. And all I ask of you is to be there with me. But before that, I would like to mention something. About 30 years ago, I used to go to my guru's ashram quite often. And as one went in, one was required to take off his shoes and leave them at a stand near the entrance. And this stand was not called the shoe stand. There was a signboard that said, that it was the ego stand. And there was a caption below this name. It said, leave your ego here with your shoes. At first I was surprised and shocked. Later on I understood the significance of this ego stand. Behind it was a profound teaching. When we really want to learn something valuable, we first acknowledge within ourselves, I do not know. And this acknowledgement is very important because it implies that whatever I thought I have known thus far has not brought about 
resolution. I find that something is lacking and therefore I choose to leave my concepts and belief systems behind and now I am open to some new thoughts and ideas. This obviously prepares the field in which fresh saplings of understanding can be planted and learning can begin. And this is why it is my request that the exploration we are about to go on, it would be better if you can drop for a while your thoughts, your notions, your belief systems or any other favorite distractions and just be with, be with me for a while. I hope you are with me in this. So let's begin. Silently ask yourself, who am I? As this question arises within you, one thing is certain, you are there. And the being inside you is asking, who are you? Everyone knows they are. Each one of you knows the feeling, I am. I exist. And when someone says he exists, we look at the statement and think it is being spoken by a person. So there is a person that must exist. But what is that person? Are you merely a person? A person can be many things that he can be identified with. Body, age, sex, work, profession, position in family, relationships, nationality, cultural moorings, aspirations, fears, belief systems and so on. The list can be endless. But who is there behind the person or each identity of the person? 
Surely it must be I. Just think about it. The I word must be the most important. Because no other statement concerning the person can happen until the word I is there. Each time we speak and say something regarding ourselves as a person, we say, I think, I want, I do, I choose. I remember, I want to, I am. Every statement begins with I. I is behind every utterance. Behind each thought, I think, I remember. E each sensation, I breathe. I feel, so it is very important. And if one wants to go into the subject of his or her own reality, one will have to find out what I is. We humans are a very curious lot. We study so many subjects. We are trying to learn so many new skills each day. But for the most part, we are not concerned with exploring the subject I. What is happening here? One is trying to figure out what everything else in life is without finding out the reality of the I who finds everything else. Take a moment to think about it. One is trying to figure out what everything else in life is 
without finding out the reality of the I who finds them all. No wonder the knowledge we have is not reliable. It is skewed. And this is why the saints and sages through all traditions have proclaimed Know yourself. Know the knower of knowledge. That is I. I and being, they are synonymous. The same understanding is associated with the feeling, I am. Can we ever go through a day without the feeling, I am? Every individual refers to himself as I. You refer to yourself as I. I is our natural name. And yet, nobody gave this to us. No parent named their child. You shall be called I. As the child grows up, the parents say, this child will be called John. And the child seems to grow up and say, I am John. But I is not John. Even before the name John was assigned, I existed. So we need to find out what I is. I is the same for everyone. And when you say I am, it means to be. Am means to be. We say I am. So who is the I who is am? What is it? Let us find out now. Just be alert and attentive. Just don't allow this feeling, I, to be connected with any thought, any concept from any zone of time. Yet it is there. What is it? Something is here. 
you can sense it. It's not connected with anything from any language, any word, any concept, any belief, any form. Because it perceives everything. It is not attached to or connected with any concept. Refine your search. Make it more penetrative and see what it is. Don't try to put it in words because it is not a set of words. This I sees the words that are being spoken. This I observes the breath as it happens. So examine I. It is not a word. It sees the words being spoken. It observes the breath. It sees seeing. It perceives perceiving. It does not need the mind. It watches the mind. And it has no interest in the mind because it is independent of the mind. You surely can reach the eye. Just pay a little attention. Rest within yourself. What can you describe? Everything comes after. First, the eye must arise. Say, one morning you wake up at 6 a.m. At 59 minutes, 59 seconds past 5. Where were you? What could you discuss? What was your name? Nothing. You were in sleep and there was no awareness. 
and six o'clock happened something came into being a natural sense of i am here it was without words words if any came later this sense of i was the first to arise you cannot perceive the sense of any other thing before the sense of i first the sense of i must be there this knowledge this consciousness i am has to be there first and only then the sense of any idea or person or the world can come so you can say i is the first born of consciousness the feeling i am and this i am itself arose because at 59 minutes 59 seconds past 5 it did not appear to be there and at 6 as you woke up it became self aware and now depending upon the time zone you are in this i continues to be in the waking state and is aware of the time it knows the time but can anything know this i even when we say i am it is this i that is perceiving the sense of i am and everything else this alone is perceiving you eat food it is consumed by the body enjoyment takes place and this i perceives that enjoyment taking place sometimes we do not like the taste of what we are eating and there is a sense of dislike even that dislike is perceived to arise from this place of i we say 
ஐ டோன்ட் லைக் திஸ் டிஷ் அண்ட் திஸ் இஸ் த கைண்ட் ஆஃப் விட்னஸிங் தட் இஸ் ஹேப்பனிங் ஆல் த டைம் I is the knower of everything that we are experiencing. We can understand this by another example. When we start counting, we begin counting from one. not zero is it is it not 1 2 3 4 and so on why because these figures can be quantified but before you go to one what is there there is zero the unquantifiable and one arises out of zero but because zero is not quantifiable we don't start counting with zero i is at the zero place and from there it watches one happen and then two happens and then three happens and it goes on so when you are looking for i it is as if you are looking for zero so don't stop at one and don't even touch one and when you don't even touch one you are here you naturally know you are you do not need a mirror to know that you are you know you are is it not suppose someone has had a prolonged surgery lasting several hours and he is gradually coming out of anesthesia and initially there is nothing to see nothing to touch nothing to feel or to measure nothing at all to perceive even that person when he wakes up knows that he is you naturally know that you are you know i exist so while you rest in this state a thought may arise as what do i exist just feel it don't try to hold on to anything don't bring up any statement i am that which is 
और आई एम सो एंड सो जस्ट फील लेट द साइलेंस विथ इन योर सेल्फ ग्रो एंड दिस साइलेंस इज फुल ऑफ लाइफ इट इज वाइब्रेंट इट हैज ग्रेट एनर्जी एंड टेक सम टाइम टू रेस्ट इन दिस साइलेंस आई एम गोइंग टू शेयर समथिंग वेरी इंटरेस्टिंग A master had recorded an audio of a session of guided meditation, and it had a period of silence. And the video editor, in his wisdom, thought that the silence was too long, and he chopped off a good portion of it. When the edited piece was heard. experienced meditators were not very happy with the chopping of the silent segment so a technician was approached and he found a solution he recorded some silence digitally and added it to that period to fill the gap and now when the audio was played again many could discern the patch of digital silence it was dead real silence had an atmosphere to it it had an energy of its own so when you have dropped all your senses and your mind the silent eye that remains is full of energy and vitality it is ever fresh so just drop everything now don't touch anything and see what remains this is real silence full of energy and vitality it is not the silence of the digital kind feel your being what are you perceiving is it sound is it form you may be 
hearing a sound. If your eyes are open, you may be seeing some forms. There is no need to suppress your senses. Let them be. They are only doing their work. But you don't have to be attached to them. Leave them to what they are doing. Turn your attention inwards. If the senses send any inputs, perceive them, but do not identify. Don't say, I am hearing or feeling. Don't touch anything at all. Watch what is it. Go beyond thought, any thought. What do you sense? You might say, I sense a presence. Correct. There is a presence here. Be in this presence. It's not male or female. It has no nationality. It has no religion. It has no belief system. It has no distinguishing characteristics. When you are fully conscious and you are fully present in the moment and you are looking inwards, you can say, You are resting in the Self. And this is your dynamic being. This is your seed being. It's not a doctor. Not a mother, not a wife or a husband. Not a master or a disciple. It has no color. It has no size or shape. Take a few moments, 
just to acknowledge what you are seeing and experiencing just now what this self or the sense of i am is everything passes in front of this this is the seat of perception where even perceiving is perceived all knowledge reports to this all knowingness springs from here this is where witnessing of the existence is taking place it is the torch that is illumining everything some call it the self others refer to it as the divine principle inside each one it announces itself inside the body in the sense i am it knows it is but it does not belong to anybody nor does anything belongs to it as you become aware of it notice your inner state how empty silent and deep no disturbance no alienation no separation this is because at this moment you simply are this is a glimpse of the natural state you are in the state of the pure i am
Now let your senses and the mind start functioning at their will. And if you had closed your eyes during this process, you can open them and consciously take in the environment you are in. Become more conscious of the body awareness. If you want, you can rub the palms of your hands together. Put the palms on your eyes and let the energy pass on through the eyes to your entire body. Some of you might wonder, Oh, for how long have I been involved in this? And then you notice the time and say to yourself, Oh my God, it has been for so long. This is how it works. When we are in the presence or when we are identified or we are resting in the sense of I am, we lose all sense of time. It is so peaceful. But as soon as the sense of doership or the sense of the person comes alive, we get carried away by our senses and the mind. And the presence of pure and unadulterated I am is pushed to the background. It is eclipsed by our senses and the mind. And no wonder, when we get entangled in the play of the world, we completely forget about this presence which is the foundation of all perceiving. But today, through this short experiment in self-enquiry, you have tasted its qualities, peace, energy, Connectedness, absence of alienation. So there is need to set aside some time each day to dive back to it again and again. And as we noticed, it's quite easy. All that we have to do is to drop or stop associating with the senses and the mind. What remains is the sense of I am. 
Often people complain that when they try to do this, so many thoughts begin sprouting in the mind and the peace is lost. And the point to be noted is simple. When thoughts are arising, there is this pure I am within you that is watching these thoughts. So instead of getting entangled in the thoughts, we can gently bring our awareness to this pure I am, the knower who is aware of these thoughts. And the thoughts begin to lose their power to disturb. And this is where joyful effort is of paramount importance. If we do this again and again, there will come a time when we will be able to dwell in this state for some time without deviating from it. And then this experience would start getting embedded in our cell memory and our effort can become effortless effort. And eventually that state can be reached where a human being rests in his natural state. For transacting business of the world, he may consciously choose to come down and operate through the senses and the mind, but he is never entangled in them. He is always fully aware of the natural state of being, the state of pure I am. And this was a short capsule of self-inquiry into who we truly are, a contemplation into who am I. Thank you very much for your time and attention. Be blessed.